All right, everyone, welcome back to season two of She Works. We have Meg and Akima joining us. We have been on a nice summer, early fall hiatus, and we are back in the studio. Welcome back, ladies. How you been? Hey, good. Feeling good, feeling good. Hey, everybody. So we just wanted to thank you guys for rocking with us for season one. Y'all know we cranked out a whole 21 episodes right? All right. for all our 15 fans. We appreciate all the listens, <laughs> but we are coming back to you for season two for um, more of our discussions of transition and how we all dealing with COVID and marriage and family and mompreneur dealing with grief and loss. These are just some of the things that we plan to cover um, for season two. So some of these topics that we covered in season one definitely um, are worth repeating. And so we're definitely going to come back to where everyone has a seat at the table because y'all know we are real women that struggle with real issues. Y'all know this pandemic has been a real issue. For sure. (laughs) Emphasis on the struggle. Right. (laughs) So we just kind of wanted to, you know, keep the the season two opener just kind of light and just really talk about, you know, kind of catching up with you guys and seeing how, um, you know, how things have been, how have you been adjusting to a lot of quarantine activities and, you know, what it's been like for you guys. I know for my family personally, it's been a little rough because we have a mixture of introverts and extroverts here in our mm-hmm. family and my youngest who is an extrovert extrovert has become like my best friend it is mommy Aww. what are we doing mommy let's go play <laughs> mommy let's have a tea party mommy let's do this 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 and this and I'm like okay okay but then, then the, the mom slash teacher in me is like okay well I need a break so part of my um way of dealing with COVID and having to stay indoor so much as I created this little outdoor oasis for myself, you know, as a, mm-hmm. as a 40th birthday present to me, y'all know I celebrated a 40th birthday. I was going to say, did you say 40? I did. Happy birthday. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really nice. And, um, a part of the gift that I asked hubby to, um, give to me was, a budget to create an outdoor space where I can go. Did you ask him to gift you the budget or the outdoor stuff? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. Uh, can you give me a budget, please? And get some outdoor stuff. <laughs> so, you know, that's been one of the things that has been very instrumental in my own mental health and just dealing with. I didn't think that we would still be dealing with COVID. No, um, no, this not long. like this. No, not, not, not La Hapo, not like this. This, this right. has been a whole right. heap of a lot of adjusting yes. um, that, you know, families have had to do. So what are some of the things you guys have done to just kind of, you know, look COVID in the face and just kind of stand mm. around and, um, you know, not go crazy. Oh, we can't talk about the go crazy stuff. Oh, you we, well, can, go, we can go crazy right. too. Oh, because if not going crazy was a stipulation, then I I don't pass. I didn't pass. <laughs> I didn't make it. So y- y'all been y'all been going crazy in here too. A pinch. I mean, just a pinch. Just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a, mm-hmm. a pinch. Yeah. No, and, and it's not. I mean, and going crazy. I know. Like, oh, here we go, making making light of mental health. No, going crazy is not. Um, not the extent, but you know, COVID has been, it's been some challenges. It's been hard adjusting, um, in all the ways. And so for me, um, I kind of had to refine myself. Um, I know depending upon how the pandemic hits you is how you, um, is how you responded to it. And so obviously for those who have like 
either um, caught it and they were able to heal from it. They've been dealing with it differently. That's not my situation nor anyone in my immediate family. But for us, you know, we were impacted in terms of just being able to go out. So kind of like your youngest, um, I am definitely more extroverted than introverted, I would think, but mm-hmm. there's probably some sweet combination of introvert, extrovert over here. And so for me, this summer was rough because, you know, the trips that my husband and I normally take, we didn't go on and the, you know, my birthday kind of came and went and then our anniversary kind of came and went and we would have been doing the things that we just didn't normally do. And so there were some bummers there and some letdowns, um, um, no, no beach trips, no amusement parks. And I know that those seem like luxuries for some people, but because like those are things that we were doing. And so yeah. those things sucked for us. Um, and then, you know, I've probably shared on some stuff during last season, how I was one of the ones who was impacted financially from COVID, you know, my practice that I run was shut down for several months. And so, you know, over the summer, I had to like reinvent what I do. Like I had to yeah. come back super, super strong. And so like, if you ain't been catching me out in these COVID streets, it's not just because I'm following the quarantine guidelines, it's because I've been working like crazy. <laughs> um, so that's been another thing. But one of the things that I did realize is that by working through my stuff and like embracing it and kind of facing things head on, it's made me more available for those who have been sent to me. And so I've made a lot of new um relationships, still valuing the current ones and the older ones, but a lot of new people kind of came in and it was nice for them to come in with me not having figured everything out, but like figuring out a little bit more than where they may be still trying to figure stuff out, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So, mm. interestingly enough, so I'm an extrovert. You guys know all of that about me true extrovert inside and out. Like Akima said, there's a couple sprinkles of introvertedness and really it's probably not. It's probably just being tired. I was getting ready to say, I I don't know any parts of of Margaret that is... Let uh, me me retract that. No, if I'm home in bed, it's because I'm asleep, not because (laughs) I'm tired, not because I'm introverted in any kind of way. So you are absolutely right. For me, um, when COVID hit, um, it hit with such a one-two punch that I was down for the count emotionally and mentally from the beginning um, because I experienced, you know, a death of a friend two weeks in to the quarantine. She was my age. And that was when they were saying that it doesn't affect, you know, people who are of a certain age or doesn't affect you drastically. The people who are most at risk are young or older. But when this 40 year old woman of two children and, you know, she was an elder in her church. She had a husband when she passed away from this thing. It, I mean, it really just completely rocked my world. And so um, it has been story after story, sickness after sickness, death after death. Unfortunately, wow. um, I've experienced a lot of, um, you know, the death of a lot of close people to me. Um, and so it's just been really hard. It's been really painful. Um, and it's been scary, you know, and I there are a lot of people who will say, who have told me, you know, this hasn't affected me in the way that it affects you because I don't have those stories of losing people or knowing people who've been in the sick, who've been sick in the hospital, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it, it impacted me greatly. And um, I learned to become introverted very quickly. And I will just say, shout out to all the introverts shout out there. Shout out to the introverts. Cause Seriously. I don't know how, Y'all sit in the house I, all the time and just I don't Netflix and I, I chill. Don't. 
I want to just tip my hat to each of you out there because it is not easy to be an introvert. Um, but I, well, for me, because I'm not an introvert, <laughs> but I will say that I appreciate, I definitely appreciate, um, some of the introvertedness or just taking time to fuel by yourself. So I get my energy from doing things and being with people. I've heard introverts definitely. say, actually, I get my fuel from being alone, like being in crowds and all that drains me. So I need to go in and get refueled. I didn't realize just how much I needed to be refueled until I actually until I was forced to sit down. I'm and like, I'm tired <laughs> and refueled. Right. So I have learned to appreciate that aspect of, you know, being by myself. But Shanita, I actually took um, some advice from you when we did our initial how long is this COVID thing going to last podcast? What we said, we said like and three months, four months. We're going into month stop, nine, eight. Stop. <laughs> Here we go. It's almost 2021. So you were talking about doing the things um, that you wouldn't normally have time to do. And so that really stuck out to me. I don't know if I ever told you that. So I'd publicly <laughs> like to thank you yes. for sharing that. Because that's one of the things that's helped me maintain is to... Um, it was projects like doing stuff around the house, painting, gardening, um, rearranging stuff, redecorating awesome. stuff. Yeah. So that has really been helpful. And you guys like this zoom connect, you know, stuff that we've been doing, these phone calls, the laughter, the check-in, all of that has really helped, you know, just sustain. I mean, I, I definitely think that laughter is, is necessary, right? It's definitely needed, right? We got, we got the computers laughing. <laughs> but um, laughter is good for the soul, right? <laughs> we done had some upgrades since uh, quarantine happened. It looks like this. See, Thank see, you see, look, season two. We <laughs> season, season two. two. We got Watch some upgrades here in the now. studio. We, we got lots Hit of upgrades. Hit it one more time, Snitty. Hit it one more time for them. Yeah, girl. Hit <laughs> <Get> it. Hit <laughs> <Get> it. <laughs> We just having fun here in the studio. I missed y'all guys. I miss you <laughs> I really guys did. too. So Over this. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, COVID beliefs, right? Because Meg, you brought up a very interesting point about um, how you have personally had experienced several losses due mm -hmm. to COVID-19. Um, but, you know, there is a segment of the population <laughs> that thinks this is a hoax. They think this mm -hmm. is... Um, just something for the election, you know, just, just something to throw out here to kind of get the election all riled up. So right. talking about COVID beliefs, how have you been able to, I guess, manage your personal COVID beliefs, especially when they haven't lined up with maybe family members or relatives or significant others? Because, you know, this, these, these COVID streets, you know, have friendships and relationships like on the fritz. Strained, strained, <laughs> strained out here. <laughs> it makes you question like, wait a minute, we, we was friends before this? Because I just didn't see the side of you before. Yeah. Yeah, know, nah, it's really tough. I was actually talking with someone about that earlier today and they were telling me how like, oh, well, I was talking to my homeboy X, Y, and Z about just like the testing and because they had a difference of opinion, he was like, I feel like I'm about to fall out with my friend that they've been cool since like, you know, way back, like before college. And when I tell you, I was like, oh, I haven't like broken out or fallen out with anyone, but I definitely have people who have questioned my decision making around like, 
oh, you're going to reopen your business or, mm-hmm. oh, I saw you outside going for a walk and you took a picture and it didn't look like you had a mask on your face. And, and you're just kind of like, and I will, and this for anyone listening, I don't think COVID is a hoax. I believe that the virus is real. So that mm-hmm. is my personal belief. But do I think that I can open up my business or do I think I can go for a walk outside without a mask on? Yeah, I do. And it is really sad that this has turned into that because mm-hmm. that kind of dissension and that sort of just, you know, that's that bad energy kind of stuff that you just exchange with another person is not going to lend itself to keeping us strong into our vitality. And mm-hmm. I, I'm honest with you all. I didn't realize that people were falling out until I had that recent conversation. And I was just kind of like, oh, this is a thing. Like you like, yeah. like we're not talking thing. no more. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I think when, you know, Meg, as you have mentioned, when you've had so much loss, it makes you really show up like protection. And, you know, mm-hmm. now, listen, I'm not 100 percent all in line with everything the CDC and the government says. But I mean, there is typical science when it comes to uh, a pandemic. Right. <laughs> I mean, that right, is, it's just right. certain things that go without saying. Um, and so I know I shut down any entry into my home for about six months. Right. Absolutely. And, and you guys know my home usually have been, uh, you know, a great place for fellowship a couple times a month, a mm-hmm. couple times a week. And so but, you know, as the gatekeeper protecting my husband and my children's health, you know, I, too, was like, nah, not comfortable. And then, of right. course, you know, you find balance in that because, you know, we as as believers, you know, we're not living in this stark fear and this grippling fear. Right. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that we don't use wisdom and precaution at exactly. the same time. And so, you know, so my, my personal beliefs as well, you know, in line with the chemo is, yeah, definitely this virus is, is here and it's going to be here apparently for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just, you know, people having to learn to respect just differences. And I think when, when you get to a point where you and I don't agree on something as, you know, simple as whether you should wear a mask when you're out walking that's like irrelevant okay Mm -hmm. we can still go for a walk I'll wear my mask you wear yours and let's just keep it moving like you know we don't have to agree on every single solitary piece of COVID beliefs Um, Mm -hmm. but I think you know those who believe it's a hoax and still kind of go out and willy-nilly you know I I know there are certain places you can't even go into um, still, you know, after several months. Um, but, you know, now when you're talking about schools reopened, you know, parents are really out here struggling, trying to figure out, you know, what in the world is going on. You know, everyone, and we covered this before about distance learning and virtual mm-hmm. learning and whether to homeschool and is it the same? And no, it's not the same. That's a plug, right? It's not the right. same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Um, but, you know, some parents don't have a choice and they have to, you know, put their kids in school because they have to go to work. You know, everyone doesn't have that luxury to say, you know, no, I'm not doing it because I'm so afraid right. to send my kids to school. There are some people who are still very afraid to send their kids to school, but still have to. And yeah. the best that we can do is wear our mask, use sanitizer when soap and water is not available. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just try to keep your space and keep your distance. But, you know, one thing I thought about, y'all. You know, I thought about, you know, our Asian uh, brothers and sisters who have been wearing masks for as long as I can remember seeing Asian folks in this area. Right. Mm -hmm, Whether mm -hmm. it's the the nail salon or food places or even just sometimes you would see them on the metro or the bus just during cold and flu season or going into a hospital. They would have masks on. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's just like our people. I love our people. Mm -hmm. I love our melanated Mm -hmm. people. We got the most blinged out 
you know, character Fendi, Louis Vuitton. I mean, we got the most blinged out mask, yeah. you know, <laughs> things available. I have yeah. never seen so many styles of masks before. Now, right. granted, they're not in the N95s, right? So <laughs> that's they a whole regular. <laughs> they just regular old cloth masks. If you if you right. spray some Lysol through it, you're gonna see the the spores <laughs> just go through it. So it's really not protecting you from anything. However, hey, it's better than nothing. So that's we right. we're gonna leave it at that. But I was thinking about that the other day because I think I went to go pick up some um, some some brunch food and I walked into, you know, just kind of like a mom and pop shop. <clears throat> and there was like rhinestone masks. There was like Doc McStuffins mask. And I'm like, but yep. I'm coming to get some potatoes. Like what? Right. Why are the mask? Is this the world now? Yes. I sent somebody a mask for as a birthday gift. And I was like, really? <laughs> like a blinged out one. And I was like, wow, this is what it's come to. This is Yeah, I actually researched mass and sent you one for your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's our, our world has changed, you know, quite a bit. Um Truly. But, you know, we have to just change with it. You know, Shanita, that's interesting and Akima that you guys were talking about like relationships and you know, COVID beliefs and all that. And I'm gonna touch on that in a second, but I was gonna say something that I just as far as like my COVID beliefs are concerned, yes, you know, hit with the one-two punch from the beginning, um, just with a lot of people who've been close to me. Thank God. Um, well, I was going to say nothing in my immediate family, but that's not true. I had two relatives with it. But um, anyway, I think, I think the bottom line is just wisdom. Um, right. I think that, you know, we, man definitely thinks, you know, we think that we're right in our own eyes. And because I see it, my perception is my reality. And so if, if this is how I see something, if this is how I perceive it, then this is my reality. This is how I'm going to respond to it regardless. And I think that this whole season has really shown everybody what you're actually made of, like what our leadership is made of, what we're made of. Girl. Um, I think it showed, I, I can't, I just, another <laughs> podcast. I, I can't, but, no. It's, we're we going to leave that here. <laughs> I love, I love it. I love our new sound system. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's true. I think it shows our ability to, to obey, um, and all of that. And so another thing my goddaughter actually pointed out to me, and she said that this whole COVID thing is really showing your ability. I'm going to use bigger words than what she used to lay your life down for somebody else. And so she made a good point. She said that family members, people that are closest to you, they will put on a mask for strangers mm -hmm. before they put on a mask for you. Wow. And so they'll give you the third degree about, you know, it's not that serious. I can come over. I can da da da. I can have to wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, but they will put it on for strangers. They'll put it on when they go into the store. They'll put it, you know what I'm saying? They'll put right. it on where it's required, but they won't do it for you. And so, and then there are people out there who are like, oh, why I got to do it? I understand, you know, all of that. I hear all of that. But by wearing a mask, you're asking me to protect those around me. That's the whole point. Right. You're asking me to protect everybody else around me from what I could possibly have. And so I don't understand if I'm asking you to wear a mask, if I'm asking you to quarantine for two weeks before you come into my home, whether I have underlying health issues or not, I don't want your COVID snot in my breathing <laughs> air. Just, I just don't because I don't know where you've been and have fun. Do what you want to do. I just don't want you sneezing COVID-19 in my living room, please. And so if I'm asking you either to wear a mask when you enter into my home, 
to my vehicle or to my presence. And that's a problem. I don't understand why that's an issue. I'm asking you to protect me. Why am I not worth that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I just, I don't, I, I see people struggle when it comes to that. I have had my own personal struggles. And I won't say the relationships have been challenged, but this has been an issue. I have been like, remember in college, they called us the soul patrol. Now we the mass patrol. <laughs> Literally COVID police. And oh, so I've got this whole name out there. Whenever people see me in public, at least three people will say, I'm surprised you out the house. Oh, Lord, let's hug Meg while we can because, you know, we'll never see her again. No, no, no. It doesn't have anything to do with that. People are it so ignorant. Is. I'm sorry. People are just so ignorant. So, like, it is. Every time I'm in the presence of somebody else, I got people's kids coming up to me saying it. I'm surprised you out the house, Aunt Meg. Look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You I will grab so, you like, by the scruff of your neck. Exactly. How? Why would you even say that? Because whoever your mama and your daddy, whoever is, they're talking about it. And so... Yeah, that it, it's just it has been COVID has just been a challenge for me. I'm just going to say that <laughs> in every way, shape or form. This has been a challenge. I have had to have some very heated conversations with people. And at the end of the day, I really think it goes beyond COVID. I think it goes it's 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 about being selfless. It's about being obedient. It's about it's about all of that. And so I think that's what's being challenged in people. And I am not here to say that I'm perfect. I am not sitting in the seat of scornful. I'm not judging folks. Do what you want to do. However, and one of the seat of the scornful. Hold on, she got scriptural on this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that where that came from? Biblically. <laughs> I definitely wanted to go to the Bible because, you know, Meg, as you're yeah. talking, the thing I was thinking about, and it was funny because I always got like, oh, because I do like to be around people and talking to people. So I have another, like, oh, if, if the individuals who I was talking to, you know, hear this, they'll understand. But I think what that boils down to the whole experience that you were describing, mm. you know, and like myself, for those of us who do subscribe to the scriptures, mm -hmm. I was thinking about the whole idea of like loving your neighbor as you love yourself. But what yeah. the problem is, is not about it's not so much about loving your neighbor. The problem is that you really don't love yourself. Mm. So I'm only able to extend love towards you as I'm able to love myself and grace towards you as I'm able to be graceful towards myself. So as sure. you're speaking, I'm like, these people don't really have a lot of um, care and concern for their own selves. So how can they extend that to you? This is it's actually not there. We would like to think that we, you know, do, but we think about, oh, love God and then love your neighbor. But we missed that other, other part and we kind of got to read and take <laughs> that sexually. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking about when you were talking, because, you know, for me, I'm not, I mean, and that's not, again, it's, it's hard to be like, well, my opinion is because you always think your opinion is right because we always mm -hmm. think, a little too high of ourselves and we should be thinking of ourselves but I'm just like no I have my thoughts you have your thoughts so because of my love for myself and my love for you I'm going to go ahead and make that adjustment and I've mm -hmm. been and I think we're absolutely right you know we've been away we've been hiding we've been hanging but it is showing a part of us that I think we don't love ourselves and we really don't love people. And I've been telling a lot of people like they really not your friends. I've been telling a lot of people like they are not your friends and they don't love you because if they can't respect this part of you, Absolutely. whether they agree with you or not, mm. this is not even a thing of agreement because there's going to be a whole lot of stuff we're not going to agree about. But do mm -hmm. I love you enough to respect that part and decision? And this has just been a telltale sign, I think, mm -hmm. and a time I think for us to really evaluate relationships. Don't be like, oh, well, I heard on the podcast, she said, you don't respect me, so I'm done with you, but you do need to take <laughs> 
happened for it. <laughs> no, I, I think it is definitely worth the conversation, you know, with those that are in your inner circle is that, you know, we gotta, we have to be mature in our approach to everything that we do. If we say, mm-hmm. and we, you know, stamp the name of the Lord and, you know, walking in, um, you know, a belief that, you know, we're going to respect people and we're going to respect people's decisions and we're going to respect people's boundaries. You know, I remember my children had a conflict with, you know, another person in our, you know, um, church fellowship at one point and the mom and I both had you know kind of talked through what some of the conflict was now to me it was very like you know minor it was a very minor Mm -hmm. issue that the daughter um, was having it was involving like them calling her middle name like her actual Mm -hmm. middle name not calling her name but calling her middle name Mm -hmm. but I guess in the way that my my kids were doing it was more tantalizing and like nan and a boo-boo like you know your name is this your name is this um, I mean, that's, that's your name, but okay. So when the mom brought it to my attention, I said, well, okay, if this made her feel uncomfortable, I will definitely talk to the children and have them together because what we had to do was teach our children how to handle conflict and how to handle yeah. differences. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, we talked about is that you don't have to agree with the fact that this person doesn't like you calling their middle name, but you should respect it because this is who you call friend. And that's what I have also seen is that just because someone does not believe what I believe, people are having a difficult time respecting the boundary. Absolutely. And I think that is more of an issue that we've seen in, you know, marriage relationships. Cause I think initially, you know, my husband was a little more um, COVID free, right. You know, Mm -hmm. in his beliefs. And I was very, you know, real stringent. And then, you know, we kind of leveled off and then, sure. so now I'm kind of like, all right, you know, put your two masks on, get your sanitizer, get your thieves, get, you know, everything you need, wash your hands. As soon as you come in the house, you don't touch nothing but the bathroom door to go wash your hands. And, right. and so, um, you know, and so he's like, yeah, okay, well, you know, we not, our vacation was canceled. We didn't, you know, travel nowhere, mm-hmm. not getting on a plane. That's just not our comfort level, you know, right. not going to a hotel. It's just not our comfort level. And because he works mm-hmm. in construction, he's thinking about things that, I hadn't thought about. And I was like, well, you know, hotel. Yeah. Okay. You know, but a lot of people aren't traveling and he was like, nah, but you know, the duck system and how stuff, you know, transfers in the system. I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah, My mind is too like, yeah, (laughs) my mind goes there with stuff. Like Like somebody in room 207 sneeze. Is it going to float to room 218 through the air conditioning vent? You you remember that movie outbreak? Right. With, with the I've never seen it, and it's good that I have it. <laughs> okay, yeah, because it was an airborne, um, you know, airborne see, pathogen, see. and 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 people were definitely like, yeah, going through traveling through the vent system. So it that mm, is a real mm-mm. thing. <laughs> that is definitely a real thing. But I think you know, b- bottom line, things are boiling down to: Do I love you enough to respect whatever decision that you're making for yourself, for right. your family? Um, and then if I, if I'm having a hard time with respecting it, at least just let me acknowledge that part. And then we Mm -hmm. can try to go from there, you know, but but what is more frustrating is when you state your position with something and then people continue to try to, um, you know, use their words to get you to try to like, to try to bully you into their belief system about whatever Mm -hmm. it is, not even just COVID. Um, you know, I had a, young lady tell me that, you know, well, I told this person this and they was like, well, this and this. And I said, well, listen, they just don't respect your boundaries. So you have to just kind of, you have to just know that if they don't respect it, then, then, then you know where you are. Right. I was just thinking about, do you know the level of maturity (laughs) 
that people have to have to be able to execute the things that you just said, Shanita. Like, <laughs> True. I'm sitting here like people too immature for this. Yeah, we weren't ready for COVID in any way you can think of. We wasn't ready for differences. We wasn't ready our body no. systems. We wasn't ready on a political level. We just we wasn't we wasn't no. ready. No, <laughs> in any kind of way, we didn't and, have right. the right amount of food in the fridge. Nothing. <laughs> However, I, I might have had the right amount of food in my fridge though because oh, I like you? to eat. Nobody had the right amount of toilet paper though. I can tell you that much. <laughs> or paper towel. I don't know what. I'm sorry. Sidebar. I don't know what, and we may have covered this. What in the world does a global pandemic have in relationship with two ply toilet paper? I, I just, I have no idea. I haven't. And it's not even. It wasn't even like a gastrointestinal thing that we, I can see if it was like you know what I'm saying. But it, it wasn't. I don't see the connection. They were worried. Help us out, Akima. No, when the factories get shut down, they're going to stop producing. And so y'all remember when y'all were going into the grocery stores and you would walk in the middle aisles with the canned goods and it was getting really scarce Mm -hmm. because a lot of those factories were closing because they didn't want people breathing that air, sharing that air. So a lot of times outside of Amazon, everybody else was struggling to get their stuff out. Amazon, I don't know what they're doing. Amazon's like, ain't ain't no COVID. I'm still here. I'm still shipping Prime next day. What are you talking about? Two days, right. At your (laughs) doorstep. I think that's what it came down to. It's like if they have to shut down these toilet tissue making factories, we might must not have to wash our behinds. <laughs> you know what? It is. That's what it is. That's day one. That's, that's day one right there. You nailed it. Okay. I never thought about that. I was just like, you know, people are just going to assume that the plumbing is going to work. I mean, what if it's like a natural disaster and you run for toilet paper, but you have no running water? What if right. the DC Wasa people can't, you know, get to work? Then what? Then the stuff backing all up in your in your living room. I'm like, what's the toilet paper going to? That's not gonna help. I was so Where is this conversation? I was so baffled every time I I went somewhere, you know, trying to find, you know, toilet paper. So now I actually just try to stay stocked. I don't hoard. But now because I do believe, I think one of you guys mentioned that with with um as we as 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 Akima has coined the COVID cold and flu season that is approaching Uh. us. No longer just cold and flu, but COVID cold and flu. You better not cough nowhere. You better not sneeze. You better not rub your itchy eye. You can't do nothing, nothing in public no more without Mm-mm. people thinking that. So, um, but I am trying to stay stocked. I'm trying to buy, you know, more things on a regular basis. So mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with that whole foolishness if things, you know, get shut back down again. Right. You know, Shemita, you said something interesting. You talked about um, like respecting people's boundaries. And Akima, you mentioned um, that taking a level of maturity. And it's really true. And I don't know if people can really see this or not, but I think it is challenging that in all of us, the ability to respect somebody else's boundaries, not challenge them and not hold those boundaries against them and penalize them, you know, for whatever boundaries they're putting in place. Um, so yes, I have seen that as a struggle. I've experienced it and I've seen other people go through it. My biggest question has been, uh, why is obedience even considered a boundary? Like I am being obedient to guidelines. And so why am I being challenged about wearing a mask? Because I've been challenged about wearing a mask where I'm required to wear a mask. I don't understand why simple obedience for me, it's a boundary for sure, but why isn't it all of our boundaries? You know, why isn't wisdom and obedience all of our boundaries? I'm not saying, um, yes. So I definitely decided to err on the side of caution at the beginning, but like you said, Shanita, just kind of loosening up a bit, 
you know, understanding that standing on my porch alone in my neighborhood <laughs> by myself was not going to cause me to catch anything. Unless unless the COVID germs blew downstream on blew the west down, side. Right, and <laughs> washed it up. I can remember, shout out to my mom and she's listening, I love you. Hey. I was outside on my porch painting a table and I sent her a picture. She was like, put your mask on. I was like, ma, ma, I'm, I, this is nighttime. No one is out here. It's just me. Anyway, so yeah, I was wearing a mask on my porch by myself at night. So I've, I've evolved from that. <laughs> so I'm not talking about walking in fear and being extreme. Right. I'm talking about just basic wisdom. Why is basic wisdom not all of our values? You know, why are we being, why, I, I just, I just, that I don't understand. I just don't. I'll, I'll speak to that because mm-hmm. I probably am a, have probably been a little less mask-y during mm-hmm. this. And because everyone doesn't agree with the guidance that's been given. Okay. And I'm not talking about the recklessness, you know, because again, right. but right. then who calls what reckless? Because what one may call reckless, another one might just be calling living their best life. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, like, when I, like, so I go hiking. It's a good example. I go hiking. I love to hike. Mm-hmm. And when I'm hiking, and I'm going straight up in the air and I need every bit of breath from every bit of situation. I can't have a mask on. I need that air, but I will walk past people who have their mask on. So what I do is I keep my mask on around me, right? Mm -hmm. So like I have it around my neck. If I find myself coming up on somebody, I pull that bad boy up and I cover up my mouth and my nose, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And when I pass them in a good distance, I pull it back down. Do I think I need to have it on the whole time? No. But there is somebody on that trail for the entire three, four, five, six, ten miles they're doing that will have it. And that's mm-hmm. where we're going to differ. But it's like we differ, but I don't feel like I need to have it on for the entire time mm-hmm. that I'm outside, if that makes sense. Right. So, but somebody else will mm-hmm. consider what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. well, the guidance is this. And if we're outside, we need to. But different people feel differently about right. this. Right. But I think that there is an intersect between feelings taking the guidance and then applying it the way that you, um, you know what I mean? But that's, mm-hmm. I'm getting into a, some minutiae and just giving an example of where I've seen like, no, I differ. No, I don't have it on when I'm outside hiking, but right. I'm not going into stores without it. And exactly. but I also don't drive in my car with one, but I look over sometimes and I see people sitting in their car with their mask. And right. I'm like, okay. With right. mask, with gloves on. And I'm like, oh, okay. But right. please don't look over here in my car. Cause I might have a sunroof open. With no right. And I think to each his own when it comes to that, I think it's like making a cake. There are some core ingredients that are necessary to make a cake. You cannot have a cake without flour, water, you know, all the, Shanita, what else? Flour, water, eggs. Well, if you're a vegan, it's applesauce or flaxseed, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> You, see there we go that, but you need some type I, of flour and liquid no matter exactly, what your dietary period. restrictions are you need to have exactly. those two things you have flour and liquid whatever else is on you but <clears throat> i think that there are some basic wise principles that we should and are supposed to follow you can decorate your cake you can add whatever oils sweeteners you want that's your business you want to ride in a mask you ride in a car with your respirator on in the summertime. <laughs> ha- enjoy it. Be careful. I have seen. But, <laughs> I have seen some gas masks in the store. Yes, like, you have a gas mask. I get. Listen, if it works for you and brings you peace, I want you to do it. I understand, and that's fine. But the bottom line is, is the face is covered up. So that you know, I, I just think that Akima, what you said was just a perfect example. It sounds like you are following the rules. You know what I mean, but. And there's some areas you're just choosing to be free and add a little sweetness here, 
you know, and that's fine. So anyway, I mean, I think bottom line, you know, you know, as we wrap up here, our uh, welcome back episode, just just respect people's boundaries, guys. If somebody wants to wear a mask in their car by themselves with the windows up, that's their prerogative. Let them do it. It's perfectly fine. Right. If they if you want to wear a mask while you are walking, if you want to wear your mask while you are eating outside, you are free to do that. Yesterday, that's exactly what I did. You are free Pull to lift that mask up. up. And listen, I mean, I've been places where I've lifted the mask up and took a sip of whatever I was drinking. That's if right. I was somewhere, you know, in, in, in a public you know place and I'm still wearing a mask because it's very crowded. But I mm-hmm. mean, bottom line, you don't have to agree with everybody with their COVID beliefs and how, you know, they plan to handle their precaution. But let's just try to do better at just kind of respecting where people are without all the judginess and all, yeah. of the, all of the gossip that goes behind when you're talking to, you know, friends or whatever. So, Akeem, why don't mm-hmm. you give us some final closing thoughts here? Yeah, I, I, Do- I think Dr. Akima, Dr. Akima. Yes. <laughs> and this is actually, this is going to be for, this is in layman's terms, pray to not hold resentment. And this is just really echoing something that Meg said, but it's something that I had to do earlier this year because some of my um, closer relationships did get a little closed off and it was tough. But what I do know that I was able to walk through that with um, just praying to not hold resentment when Mm. there was a difference of opinion on the matter. And I think that will be the thing. Now, you want to know about cold and flu. We can talk out offside off of this podcast, but pray to not hold resentment against those whom you love who may have a difference of opinion. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, man. Give us some closing thoughts there, girl. I would just say that I agree with what you all just said. And I would also say, um, you know, definitely before we cast judgment, that's me included. Um, before we cast judgment, let's try to put ourselves in the other person's shoes first, see it from their perspective, see it from their angle um, before we make a final decision about who they are and what they're doing. So guys, as always, you can check out all of our new episodes for season two on divemedia.co. They will be posted there. You can follow me, Nita Works, on Twitter. You can follow me. Let's follow Kima first. Go ahead. You can follow me at Princess Kima on all social media platforms. (laughs) And you guys can follow me at Meg Cohen on Facebook. And on Instagram, Meg underscore 1913. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us here. Um, You know, we continue to stay real women with discussing our real issues. And, you know, (laughs) guys, everyone here has a seat at the table. So until next time, we definitely will say peace. See ya.